The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? Um Welcome. Good evening on, to, the sound, to the sound quality. What is that? What happened there? Well, when uh, Chumahan li- jumped. Oh, uh, oh you fucked that up. Fat-ass Chumahan <laughs> jumped. Is that live or memorized? Why don't we just yeah. leave it? That's the real one. What the fuck? We're not living in a perfect world. All right, ready? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's start the go. show. Can we start the show, please? Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Come on, man. Let's go. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified host, Steve Lucky Luciano. Got my man in the house, the Indian. Yeah, Chumahan, elegant barbarian. And the audio and visual genius. ATM. ATM. Old Blue Eyes himself. Uh, That's right. Oh, suspense, suspense. Hey, we've got a guest on tonight. Recurring. Part of the Hard Luck family. And the It's All Bad podcast family, Ukrainian Danny. What's up? What's up, Danny? I'm tagging you right now in this little post right here. Hell yeah. As soon as I plug my phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? Don't worry. We're going to get that figured out in a little while. I'm going to get you a charge. I mean, this guy's an electrical engineer. Before you know it, he'll have it figured out to a car battery. Yeah, all that. They call it the Ukrainian hookup. What's up, man? What's going on? Good to see you guys. It's good to be back. A lot has happened. A lot. Yeah. Since we last talked, no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a whole bunch. Yeah. I mean, the thing that's foremost. He's good. He's got water. He's got, got water. water. Uh-huh. The foremost thing on my mind, more than anything else, of course, is yes. Russia's attack on the Ukraine. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And is it even right to say the Ukraine? My wife gets on my ass every time I say the Ukraine because she's like, it's not the it's, Ukraine. It's Ukraine. You it's know? just uh-huh. Ukraine. Ukraine. Uh-huh. Right. Well, it's like, do you know, do you say the America? The uh, U- but right. you say the Sometimes USA. I do say the, the U.S. The U.S. Actually, the Americas. Uh, no, I actually the America. I use <laughs> the I, actually, <laughs> I actually use that argument on my wife in defense. I was like, uh-huh. I don't say the America, but I do say the U.S. of A. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the point is they a got lot the cancer. Uh-huh. They got the cancer. <laughs> they, right. Right. The weed. The marijuana. Right, right. right. They got the weed. Is he on the weed? They got, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Right. So a lot has happened in Ukraine. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought it was going to be. I mean, not the Ukrainians, obviously, mm-hmm. but Hell the general, no. the general common uh, understanding of the conventional wisdom was, hey, Putin, he's an ex KGB calculated mm-hmm. genius, mm-hmm. right? And he's going to go in there with Russia's tanks, uh-huh. and it's going to take about forty eight hours. Yeah. Ukraine's going to capitulate. Mm-hmm. No one fought for the Crimea. Mm-hmm. Where was NATO then? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right, and then what happened? And look at us now. You know how many months in are we? You know, I mean, yeah. fuck. We're like day two hundred and eighty-nine. Wow. 
Yeah. And, and fuck what, Putin in the side of the up, neck, fuck too. Putin, fuck yep. that motherfucking mm-hmm. lame. And we're, we're also in a situation, right, where um, the, the latest reports are that the uh, Ukrainians are pushing the Russians back. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, you saw the bridge. Oh, uh, how beautiful mm, was yeah, that? Yeah, brother. Dude. I don't know if that people- That shit got me fucking my- mm-hmm. My shit gave me chicken skin, bro, <laughs> when I was watching. I don't know if people understand what that bridge actually means. Mm-hmm. Right, like that. The, the major, a, major uh, post hole, right? Well, so I think yes. The answer to your question mm-hmm. is yes. And 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 Danny, how long had um, Russian imperialists been trying to build that bridge to cross that water so that they could claim control and supply armies that were occupying Ukraine? How long is it? Have they been trying to do that? Forever, forever. I mean, for you know. For fucking ever. Forever. We're going back to like czars and Mm -hmm. shit have constantly thought about we need to just build a bridge because it's too hard to fucking send troops and supplies and bullshit over. We're going to put in a fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And people don't know this, but in that body of water, the ground is actually underneath the ocean is not stable. Mm -hmm. So it took a lot of engineering. And it was like a pet project of Putin. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It was basically if you had mm-hmm. like a small dick, you'd want to build a long bridge. <laughs> right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? I ain't saying he's got a small dick, but. But. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm also not not saying. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah. in terms of your experience, Danny, being here, can you share a little bit about what you've sort of gone through and what you've seen during this process? Yeah. yeah man. Okay, so I was born in Kiev. You know, that's where I was born. That's right, man. I was born in ninth. Yeah, that's where the was, hookups at. Yeah. Grandfather's from Kiev. Yeah. If you're listening, yeah, right. Best chicken in the world. Oh, yeah. Guy Delicious may be related chicken. to me. Yeah. Guy yeah. might yeah. be yeah. my blood fucking uh, somewhere. If I wasn't <laughs> too weirded out by 23 and me and all that yeah. stuff, we, we, we would probably know by right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we definitely know you guys like the dry goods. So. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, all kinds of dry, yeah, <laughs> smokable dry yeah. goods. Yeah. So I was born in Kiev. You know. um, 1985, Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle, my uncle moved here in the 80s. He was a jazz producer, you know, and he moved here and he sponsored us and um, he sponsored us to move here as Jewish refugees, you know. Awesome. And, uh, and you needed a sponsor at that time. You needed a sponsor at that time. Can yeah. you quickly just describe what a sponsor is for immigration? So sponsors, like, so it's somebody that moves in. It's somebody that will uh, that will say that when you come here, they will support you. So you're not like, so you're not living off of GR and you're not living off the country. And they basically will will provide housing for you food and take care of any medical necessities for so, you so when that's you the, arrive the yeah. concept is they're afoot the bill so yeah. the taxpayer does it exactly got yeah. it go yeah. ahead exactly and then, so yeah. you come over here so we come and we're, we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting we're in the green card lottery that whole thing uh the <clears> soviet <throat> union falls in 91 and 92 we get approved you know right so we jump on uh, first we went to um is the the soviet union falling was that like shaky? Was that like for you guys? Like, fuck, we might not fucking get out, dude. I remember. Okay, I mean, I was young, you mm-hmm. know, and I didn't know, but I remember there was a statue of Lenin right. in the fucking in the center of town, you know. So it's like in the Hollywood, like you know, I don't know, I don't even know how to like describe it, you know. And like in the Hollywood, I don't know if it's like a Hollywood Boulevard, you know. Like let's say on Hollywood and Highland, there was a statue of I don't know Marlon Brando. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ronald Reagan. Oh, that's Ronald who I was going to yeah, say. Okay. Ronald right, Reagan. Right, right, right. And the, your entire childhood, you go there and you see the statue. It's always there. It's, it's this huge fucking statue. You're there, you know. And then one day you look out of your window. And this is my, this is just my experience. Because I was a kid. I was six years old. You know, right. you look out of your window and you see tanks on your street. And you're like, what the fuck? Why is there tanks? You know, wow. I played with little tanks. I played with stole. Like, wow. why is there tanks? And these tanks go and they pull up to this fucking statue of Ronald Reagan, which happened to be our Lenin, you know? Right. And they chain it up and they yank it out of the ground. Holy you know? fuck. And I remember seeing that and being like, whoa. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but this right. is huge. This is monumental. Right. Yeah. So so, yeah. so, in some ways, I'm not going to say it's the same thing, but in some ways, the monumental aspect of the change, like you said, you don't know what's going on, but clearly... Something happened. Something's happening. Oh, right. Yeah. Something's like happen- like uh-huh. Twin Towers going down yeah. changed everything, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Like you don't know exactly what's up, but the world's not going to mm-hmm. be the same after this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then what happens? So we go, um, 
So I'm, and I remember it's funny because you know it was like I grew up on like you know on gefilte fish and borscht yeah. and food yeah, like that you know yeah, and I remember yeah, we were, yeah. and we go uh, we went to go get our citizenship and my dad and I we took a train to uh, to Moscow to go to the, the uh, big to the embassy. city yeah the big yeah. city <laughs> and it was right after the fall of it was right after the fall of the Soviet Union and. Uh, and they got their first McDonald's. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Damn. And I remember my dad taking me to McDonald's and going, hey, we're going to have, this is American food, and we're going to be eating this soon. What was yeah. that? Like, what, in hey, your oh, man. Could you imagine? Get used to these French fries and have yeah. these meals, oh, boy. Because we're going to be doing this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I literally, I remember, you know, like, Crazy. he got me a fucking, uh, a Happy Meal, of course. Yeah. You know, he got me a Happy Meal. And a strawberry sundae, you know? Yeah. And I ate it, and I remember thinking, this is the best fucking food I've ever had. Yeah! <laughs> I'm going to eat this every day until the day I die. Fuck every yeah. day, you know? Dude, it's that's on. awesome, it's bro. And popping, You're eating you know? borscht and gefilte fish, yeah. and then you get that a whole doesn't come in a burger that with that that fucking strawberry Borscht and gefilte sundae. fish doesn't come in a Happy Meal? No. <laughs> that's an unhappy meal. <laughs> yeah, I went from unhappy meals to happy meals. Happy meals, yeah, overnight. Yeah. Yeah, and... um. <laughs> Yeah, and we, you know, we came here and we moved, we came with our, you know, so we moved straight to West Hollywood because that's where all the, that's where the Russian yeah, Ukrainians yeah, were. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Whereabouts, whereabouts? We were, uh, so the first, uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. Santa Monica, what? right by Crescent. That's it, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Right. Santa Monica, we were on uh, Havenhurst and Romaine. Fucking damn, dude. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Yeah, that's like, and in, in, in if you go down that street, at least when I had an apartment around there, somewhere right there, and I'd walk by all these Russian, like, deli things. Yeah. But uh -huh. I always wonder, like, how are they in business? I never see anybody in there. Uh. I don't know. It seemed kind of like, I wasn't quite sure what the deal was. Do you understand how these delis work? I or? mean, I'm sure it's one part something <laughs> sketchy going on you know but also it's like it's like that's where you go to get you know it's like that's where we go to get our food you know we right. go to get our little stuff that they don't you they, they don't get sell out right, right yeah right, right, right. uh-huh gotcha john's though john's got some shit you know yeah john's is like a little sketch yeah, it's a a little sketch. Sketch. John's yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. true uh -huh. but john's got everything you know yeah, like every yeah, culture they got it covered yeah. not right. everybody you know but, but most of most them. of them yeah right it's kind of like superior yeah. grocery exactly you're you're six yeah Okay. I'm so, yeah, I come here, I'm seven, we land, you know, and, um, and yeah, I had a good, you know, like, I had a good upkeeping, you know, and it was, like, it's funny because people called me, the last time I came on here, my name was Russian Danny, that's what people called me, right, you know, I still got you in yeah. my phone, no, I, mean, I, I, I took note of that, yeah. the minute this bullshit started uh -huh. going down, I was like, we got fucking Danny's name, yeah. bro, uh -huh. so yeah. well, it's a, you know, and I was born, my first, the, my first language was Russian, you know, I speak Russian, I still, sure. that's still my first language, you know, I'm not, I can't change that, you know, right, and when I, I was, you know, and it's like, I was born in the Soviet, which was all fucking Russia, you right. know, right, that's what it but was, yeah. but then this shit cracks <clears throat> off, and I can't fucking be fronting like that, nope. you know, I right. can't, you no. know, so I had to switch it up. Come with know, the real. Danny and Danny, yeah. 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 I so, agree with that. I mean, yeah. Russia fucking pretty much, I mean, they fucked up the friend card, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They had, yeah. I mean, so, okay. So you had then, to pull back your shit and go with the real. Well, I mean, that's yeah. the way it is. Just because yeah. people speak English doesn't mean they're from Britain. Yeah, so absolutely. Shut the fuck yeah, up, yeah, absolutely. Right? So yeah. shut the fuck <laughs> yeah. up. All right, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, I grew you know, I grew up here amongst my people, you know, and this is kind of a funny one, too, that I was thinking about, uh, I was a kid and I said I got into vandalism. You know, I got into yeah. graffiti pretty young. Yeah, bro. Vandalism is vandalism is great, bro. Vandalism is an American California. Especially in California, we didn't have that. Yeah, we didn't have vandalism in the Soviet in the you former didn't? Soviet. No, what I mean, you, what would chop your hands dude, off you'd over be there? Fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, what would happen? Oh, chop a finger yeah. off every fuck. broken window. Yeah. 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 You'd be. It'd be all bad. It would be all bad. Um. So yeah, and I started freedoms messing around of America. Target. You see, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, dude, you can always talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yes, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> we could go off on that for the next ten minutes. So I start, you know, me and start some lighting fires and shit. <laughs> <up>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me and some laughing homies at the cops. And, yeah. They're like, uh -huh. this ain't Soviet shit. This is easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Put handcuffs yeah. on? Yeah. Beat me with a rubber hose? I'll yeah. laugh about that all the way home, uh, motherfucker. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Please try. Will you tell your story? Yeah, I'm trying. God. Yeah, so uh, I met these kids, you know, and they were like, um, we had these kids that were like the group were in the neighborhood. We would all hang out at Plumber Park. You know about, yeah, you know yeah, about Plumber yeah, Park. Yeah, screwdriver. Yeah, yeah, Walk yeah. around with a screwdriver. Uh -huh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I do know about yeah. that. And uh, so we would all hang out there and we started writing on shit. And these kids kind of saw us this going down and they were like, hey, we're going to. And we didn't know what was up with them, you know? They were just, like, older kids that would smoke cigs, and they would, like, you know, we looked up to them, you know? They had, sure. like, cool, they had cars, you know? And uh, <laughs> It was Lepke. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, hey, we're going to get you. Uh, they were like, hey, we're going to get you some spray paint. And uh, we're going to get you some spray paint and have you start, like, vandalizing shit, you know? And, and like, we're going to start a crew. Because we didn't know what we were doing. We were just writing on stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. just. Of course. We, we didn't know. They're like, we're going to start a crew for you guys. And uh, we're going to get you spray paint. And we're going to get you guys. And I don't know why they did this. They got us some tracksuits, you know? Like, wow. so we all had a little matching. It was, like, me and, <laughs> wow. like, three or that four of the homies. That makes total sense. Yeah. Who are those guys? Yeah. Like, I want to talk to them. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, we're going to start this crew for you. And it's going to be called RGB. Oh. Which stood for Russian gangbangers, you know. Yeah. That was our little. And yeah. yeah, now okay. looking back at it, you know, I was like, "Come on, you know, yeah. right?" Yeah. But yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on. So we would go and we would like we would go and we would start. They would be like, "All right, go paint this spot right here," you know. And we're hanging out. And we'd be painting, and uh, we didn't know what they were doing. So they would. We were the distraction for them because they were going in and doing. They were doing like burglaries and doing home invasions and shit but like oh, the shit. cops would pull up and would see us and would jam us up we're like 12 year old kids right, you know right. while they're really doing the dirt right there genius right. genius yeah. you know but see yeah. you could only come up with that kind of a scam in the soviet system oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. right that's yeah. why they make the best criminals oh yeah, yeah bro. so much subterfuge sure. right mm -hmm. right we're gonna get you guys outfits <laughs> and paint yeah. and put you to work <laughs> so, yeah. right. we're gonna get you Vlad how come all of our tracksuits are day glove? Like, how come they're neon? Don't you worry yeah. about it. You just uh, spray paint right here. <laughs> right next to this gold jeweler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't look this way Love and never it, say yeah. my name. Best criminals. Yeah. Best criminals. All right, go ahead. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It was, you know, it was like I had a fun, I had a fun upbringing, you know? Right. Happy cool. meals and then Happy vandalism. Meals, yeah. Welcome to Track America. Tracksuits, what's up? You yeah. know, I'm here. Hey, you know? you know what? Let me ask you this. With... With coming from that country and your parents having to do all they did and your mm -hmm. uncle and everybody does all this and, you know, Ukrainian, Russian, like when people are coming from another country, you know, they come with a lot of pride and it mm -hmm. took a lot of work and sweat to get there. What happens and where's your family's position when they kind of start discovering and you start getting involved in like drug use and drugs and that type of shit? Like is uh, were they like fucking just bummed yeah, that you were taking were like bummed, this yeah. op we brought yeah. you to America uh -huh. type thing yeah. and now this is what you're doing they were bummed they were bummed how yeah. early on did you start fucking around by the time I was 14 15 I was full on like tweaker like bad tweaker you know when my, my, so my little brother just turned Fuck. 21 and uh, my mom I remember her telling me like she you know she was pregnant she, she could tell something was up you know I was like I was wearing Jinko pants at the time. <laughs> That's the yeah. first red flag, you know. Right. Jinkos, what the fuck, you know? Shaved my head. I thought, you know, like I did a little bit of fucking. I did a little bit of meth, you know. And we weren't. We weren't even smoking it then. We were snorting it. Mm -hmm. And I immediately like thought I was a cholo, you know. So, <laughs> like I was, you know, like I like my everything. 3XL, everything, you know, fucking Ben Davis, big pants, you know, the yeah, Jinkos yeah. kind of went away right there, you know, it was like, no more spiked hair. I shaved my head and nobody told me that like, right when you shave your head, the first time, I don't know, I never, I've never really done it ever since, you know, but you can't be going into direct sunlight with a fresh shaved oh, head. Oh, so no, you get big yeah. Sunburn on the dome, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, bad. Yeah. Peeling. Yeah. And, uh, and my mom, so my mom was pregnant with my little brother, and I remember her telling me, like, she goes, hey, I don't know what's up with you. I don't know what's going on, you know? Mm -hmm. But whatever it is, all I want is for you to just be there, just to be there at the hospital. Just show up at Cedars. This is the due date. Just be there. You know, I was kind of, like, living out of this garage in North Hollywood with some homeboys at that point. Like, mm -hmm. I would run away from home and go stay there with them and come back to, like, you know, to eat a little bit of food and get some whatever, you know? Yeah. And then go back over there. And she's like, all I want is for you to show up when your brother's born. I was like, you got it. I'm going to give you my word, and I'm going to be there, mm -hmm. you know? And I meant it with every single bit of my, you know, I meant it. And, uh, and you know what? I showed up into the hospital. I get to Cedars. I go, hey... I'm here. My mom is in the whatever. She's delivering. I'm here to see her. Yeah, I almost said her for her full name, whatever. I don't need to say her right, name. Right, you know, right, right, Yelena, bleep, you know, whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm here for Yelena. She's pregnant. I'm here to see my brother be delivered. I want to be there. And they were like, sir, Yelena checked out three days ago, you know? Fuck. Oh, man. All I want, you know, like I always like that. I wanted to so bad, man, you know, dude. Either, you know, yeah. And I know you know. I know. I know dude. you know. You know. You're the last one to find yeah. out, bro. Uh huh. Uh, God and I remember damn, being, you know, man. Like, like, it's then, almost like you try so hard that you yeah, can't. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was like you know, like there was. I remember my dad like being like, man, like my dad asking me, you know, uh, 
rest in peace, you know, and uh, he was telling me, like, when are you going to come back to this planet, you know, like, when are you going to come back from wherever the fuck you are, whatever universe you're in, when are you going to come back here? And I'd be like, Dad, chill, I'm good. You How know? old were you when he was asking you to come back to Earth? I think I was probably in my, my he, it was just the 10-year anniversary of him passing, so I was probably mm. in my early 20s, you know? And was it, was he, how did that conversation come about? Man, I don't, you know, I would see him, like, my parents split pretty when I was around, like, when I was in, uh, it was weird, I went to Ohio, I was 15, I went, or I was four, what's the, I was like 14, 15, I just finished junior high, okay. I went to Ohio, because I had some family out there, so my grandma and I would go out and visit my cousin and her sister out there, and we came back, and uh, right, at, right when I came back, my mom picked us up from the airport, and she was driving, and she was like, hey, we're going to go over here. And I was like, oh, what's that? And she was like, oh, it's our new apartment. I go, oh, hell yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. literally, that was how she broke it to me, you know? <laughs> and she's like, and I also found this weed pipe. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean? Oh, the everything's yeah, bad. All at once, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, so were you, was, was that Ohio trip in place because she needed to probably, get things together? Yeah, probably, yeah. All right, take uh-huh. the kids to Ohio. Yeah. I got to fucking mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like you know, my dad was a big drunk. You know, everybody, like everybody in in my culture, that's it was a you know, like they, yeah. that's what you do. You drink. You know, well, let me vodka, let, vodka. Uh-huh. Let me oh, ask. Yeah. Let me ask you about that. That's an interesting point because I think at least I, to be honest with you, I don't know a lot about Ukrainians exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, I know some things, mm-hmm. sunflower and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, but I really don't know <clears throat> the difference between Ukrainians and Russians. Mm-hmm. Now, the stereotype about Russians is. It's just one country full of alcoholics. Yeah. Right? They're all just knocked down, mm-hmm. drag out drunks. That's part of um, life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. 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 And believe me, potatoes, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. Potatoes come from American Indians. Mm-hmm. There was no potatoes in Europe before Columbus. So I don't know what the fuck they were making their vodka out of, but Russia owes a lot to American Indians. Yeah. Oh, Your yeah. Your alcoholism. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. due to us. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the truth. Okay. All right. So, yeah. so, so, yeah. so in, Ukra- in Ukraine, right? Mm-hmm. And was it a so was it the Soviet mentality or was it the culture that made drinking so prevalent? What was why? Why is there so much drinking and is it I, in know, Ukraine? I, yeah, I don't know. You know, I wish I had an answer for. It. I, it's just so like it's what we do. You know, you drink, you have a little snack, you drink, you have a little snack, you drink, you have a little snack. And what's like, the snack? The snack is so we have this stuff called sala. And Sala is like, a, I feel like every country has their own, uh, like every, maybe not every country, but every country has their own kind of like pork, smoked pork <laughs> product, you know? It's kind of like a, like bacon, right. pancetta, prosciutto, right. you know? Right. Like, right. Uh, right. And we have right. Sala. And Sala is just the fat. It's just like, it's smoked pork fat. Pork fat. But it's not a crackling and it's not a no, chicharron. No, and it can stay in a cupboard for uh, multiple days at a time. Without <laughs> yeah, going yeah. Is, is it yeah. soft? It's soft. Yeah. It's do you soft. eat it hot or do you eat it cold? Or you room, eat it room temp. temperature. Yeah, right. room temp. And does it does the fat piece. just coat your teeth? Yeah, it just coats. Yeah, it's, <laughs> oh! it's almost like okay. You know when you go to Korean barbecue, you know the little stuff that they put on the grill before you start yeah. throwing. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a chunk of that. Right. <laughs> it's but rowdy. Oh. It's rowdy. That, and you drink that with vodka. Yeah, yeah so you can you drink, drink more. It. Yeah, because it sucks up. Yeah, the oil side, and then you just drink. You eat a little salad. That's just great chemistry, bro. You do a Pickle, uh, pickle chaser, you know, like like yeah, you know, yeah, pickle yeah. chaser. What That's of, what it is. Uh, yeah, like a coach breaks vodka? it all down pickle. so you can drink more fucking yeah. vodka. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, and I think I mean I'm, I guess that's like American beer nuts. I mean, people are just eating beer nuts and yeah. drinking, or like tequila and lime. You know, it's like except it's, like a it's vodka and pork vodka fat. Vodka and pork fat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So everybody's a drinker. So everybody's your dad's a drinker. A drinker. Dad's a drinker. My grandpa, my other grandpa, dude. This is cur- so. My other grandpa, he was a. Uh, um, my mom's dad. So he was kind of a well-known. Uh, he was like a. He was kind of like a well-known dude, and he was like, you know, his dad was a was a writer, was a pretty well-known Ukrainian writer, and uh, really? so he kind of came on. He he had a little, you know, like he had a little condo. He had some stuff, and he found his passion in fishing, you know. And he was like, I want to be a fisherman, you know, which is kind of a crazy thing to, but whatever. You know? I mean, yeah, what? not not you know whatever. That's his right. Thing, that's you know? his yeah, thing. Yeah. Could be worse. Than yeah, that. exactly. So what he would do is he would fish and he would drink and he would fish and that he would drink sense. and he would go out on his little boat and he would fish and he would come back and sell the fish 
We'll get a bottle and we'll drink, you know? And, uh, yeah. and my grandma yeah. couldn't yeah. handle it, you know? There's she, actually a lot of people out there doing that. Right, yeah. Yeah. doing that right yeah. now. Right. For sure. My dad was doing yeah. it. My dad yeah. loved yeah. the fish. That's all he wanted to do. Because yeah. you, because there's an unwritten rule in international law that as soon as you set foot on a boat, you can be you a open drunk. Up the yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter what time of day, you're that sea captain with the red nose. Yeah, never heard of any fucking captain getting a DUI. Never. That's right. Go ahead, please. But that's because of... Uh, what is it? Maritime law, right? I don't, very, no, I don't, I don't know, know what yeah, it is. Yeah, All I know, I know is that it sounds good. I yeah, swear, to God, good. it's yeah. almost it's 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 almost it's almost so prevalent that I it's almost like you could actually if you only got drunk on a boat you might be able to still claim sobriety. I'm not saying you can, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. almost like well, it was on a boat. And, and the I captain's like, if this thing goes down, I got to go with it. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna yeah. tell you me not to drink. Can't be sober, right? If you're gonna go down with a boat, I'm gonna be fucked up. Yeah, yeah, maybe do that. And most messes that are done on the boat can just be hosed off. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. So anyway, so, yeah. so he's a fisherman. fishing. Yeah. Yeah. He's going out. He's fishing. He's drinking. He's going out. He's fishing. He's <laughs> I drinking. I like this you know? guy already. Yeah, he's yeah, great. Me too. Yeah. Oleg. 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 Yeah. Oleg Masenko. Yeah. Oh, let me say, I love that. Yeah. Bro. Uh-huh. Anything with an enko sounds yeah. tough. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, my grandma leaves him because he's like, I can't hang. I can't hang with this. You know, <laughs> right. so, hey, you know. Not only do you smell like vodka, but you smell like fish. Yeah, I gotta like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right. Um, and where you know, does she he goes go? Out. Yeah. When she leaves, where does when a Russian when a, when a Ukrainian woman leaves her husband because he's drinking and fishing, where does she go? To her sister's to a, house. To an artist, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to an artist. She married an artist, you know. Okay. okay. No, but I'll good. kind of wrap it in with. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. So she and she's the one that we just uh, she's the one that we had to go and get out of Kiev right, right when this right when this thing started. So I'll come back to that. Yes. You know, yeah. Oh so my she, god. Uh, this is uh, how she we leaves. It. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he just keeps drinking and he keeps partying, drinking, fishing, drinking, fishing, drinking, fishing. So As we move does. here, and uh, maybe about a few years into us uh, living here. She would and she would go and check on him, you know, because he didn't have many, many people there. My <laughs> uncle that was there was a drunk. She would go check on him, bring you know, make sure he was okay. And she shows up one day, and there's like a steel, like one of those, like a one of those, like uh, security doors at his condo, you know. And this isn't a man that goes to. I, don't, I mean, we didn't have Home Depots, you know, but he, <laughs> right. he wouldn't go to a Home Depot esque <laughs> store, you know, hardware store, hardware store, <laughs> yeah. Go. To get a like a security door for his hat, like no, he wasn't, you know, like he wasn't, he didn't have anybody to secure himself from. Right. So she knocks on the door and uh, somebody opens it and it's this man and he has his family with him and she goes, "What? Like, where's Oleg? You know?" And uh, she looks at him and they go, "Oh, we just bought this condo from." And she's like, "Well, where's Oleg?" He's like, "Oh, we bought this condo from a real estate from a realtor, whatever." And she starts digging and she's like, well, where the fuck did he go? You know, so my mom, we get a private investigator. My mom flies out to Kiev. So we start looking for him and looking for him because he wouldn't sell the apartment. Like he wasn't, you know, he was too busy drinking and fishing. And, you know, like you don't get right. a fuck. He was set. Yeah. And uh, we get this private investigator and we find him in a little village, right? <sighs> In, in like a little in, tiny village in, in Kiev or here? In, uh, no, no, the, no, no. He never made it here. He never. No, 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 yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no okay, village. Yeah. All right, all right. It's right, actually, Kiev, um, okay. uh, fuck. Well, not yet. Uh, it was, the village is one of these villages that really got wrecked by the Russians. It's called. It's this town called Yerpen. What European. is it called? European. European. Yeah, European. 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 You drank so yeah. much. European. <laughs> European. Right. European. It's it's spelled I R P I N. R I I R P I N. Irpin. Irpin. Yeah. Did you ever get into that Russian lettering? Can you Dude, do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to write yeah. all that yeah. hard luck for you guys in there. Yeah. yeah. We'll do that. yeah. I got you. So they yeah. find him. So yeah. they find him in this village. Irpin. And he's hanging out. He's got a little shed, like a shed, like it's way smaller than this. You right. Know? Downsizing. And, yeah. And he's hanging out, and she's like, hey, what's going on? He's like, I met these women. You know, they came <laughs> over. They're like, hey, come party, you know? And they bought a bunch of alcohol and they took them. And they left him there. And this was apparently a big hustle post-Soviet Union where they would come and they'd be like, come hang out with us. And they would have them, people like, you know, these senior citizens Fuck. sign, sign over their away. property to them. And they'd flip it, you know? Shit, uh, so we get an attorney. We fucking go to the, you know, oh, all A Ukrainian shit. attorney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And we get him back into the apartment. No shit. After like a, you know, like six months of trying, we get him back into the condo, you know? And, uh. A few months later, she, and she keeps checking on him, you know, and she yeah. comes by 
And she knocks it, and she shows up one day, and there's a new screen door, and she goes, fuck, I know. I already know. You know, I already know the get down. And she knocks, and it's somebody else. And this time, she's like, well, at least I know where the fuck, which village it is, you know? And she goes back there and walks in and finds him, and he just passed away. You know, he drank himself to death. That was that, That's fucking heck. How old was he? About? Probably about, um, hmm. Probably about like maybe mid six sixty. Wow, I would say okay. Yeah, probably yeah. mid sixty. That's young. Yeah. And uh-huh. so, and did your father die of this disease? As yeah, well? my did. My he dad did. did too. Yeah. How, well, how? I mean, not to ask a weird question, but how do you know when someone dies from alcohol? I think my dad died from alcoholism mm-hmm. too, but it wasn't like they declared that. Yeah. But he drank so much that his liver was cirrhotic a little mm-hmm. bit, and the drugs that could help him, his liver wouldn't mm-hmm. clean. So that's how he died. My, yeah. my dad had a heart attack. My dad had a heart attack, but he drank so much and he smoked so many cigarettes that it was like, you know, like it was like it was, mm. he had some kind of he didn't go to the doctor and he didn't get for a long time. You know, he was too busy. He was like an alcoholic workaholic. He would right. work and he would drink and he would work and he would drink and he would work and he would drink. That's the formula. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it's like that generation where it's like if you're not uh, if you're not stressing about something, then you're not trying hard enough. Right? That's exactly right. 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 right, right, right. That's exactly. Yeah. Right. And he like stressed himself, you know. And uh, how yeah, old is he? He, um, he was fifty-five. <sighs> young, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's yeah. super young, young, dude. Yeah. My young. dad died at four fifty-two. Wow, really? Yeah, I didn't know your dad was that young. He was young. He was fucking young. Fifty-two. Yeah, he's fucking young. Wow, man. Well, well, man, to both you guys, man, that's uh, send a prayer out there right now. Yeah. Both you guys, Dad. That's, a, yeah, that's young, man. It that's is. what this disease does. It, it, yeah. It's true. That's what mm-hmm. happens. But, I mean, <clears throat> before we get to that, so you you also said, though, that your grandmother, uh-huh. right, she married an artist. Yeah. How married- did that, how, so how do we circle back into all that? Oh, man. Um, hey, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds, if, you, if you're driving tractor trailer right now and you can't watch the YouTube, <laughs> Danny's whole face and demeanor just changed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she met, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not sure how they met, but uh, yeah, he's, I mean, man, he was a, he was a really good dude. V- Vajik, Vaj, Vadim Ignatov. Vadim. I had Vadim a good Ignatov. friend named Vadim. Yeah. Vadim. I'll show you guys Vadim. some, uh, I'll show you guys some, some photos of his art too, because he was an amazing Ukrainian artist. And they got together yeah. and like they had a beautiful life together. We actually, we had a dog that I found here. There's these kids that had a dog and they couldn't keep it. So they gave me, so it's like, I was like, I'll take the dog home. And I told my parents I found it. Mm-hmm. And we made, uh, we made flyers to keep the dog, like to love found dog, you know? Yeah. Nobody fucking lost the dog. So of right. course nobody's going to call. So right. we ended up keeping the fucking dog. And it was like a nightmare. It was a, the dog was fucking cl- barking all the time keeping the neighbors up like right. and i love that dog you know right. uh and when we couldn't keep it anymore but we were finally we looked and looked and looked for who we could send it to and nobody nobody wanted it because it was like a little demon dog you know right, like right, i was like right. fuck that thing you know a little terrier <laughs> and uh and my mom called my grandma ina and she was like you know what i'll take the dog so we flew the dog out to kiev and it spent 10 years living there you know no way yeah. Yeah. it was eating sala and probably gefilte fish and whatever other living life did they like the dog yeah. though huh? uh-huh. yeah. yeah so it was my grandma my, uh, vajik vajim ignatov and uh and the dog you know and that was their little family and uh he was a pretty he was a pretty successful artist you know what he kind painted, of art you know i'm not i'm not good with describe you know uh abstract it know? was abstract yeah, uh-huh. painting yeah painting yeah oil like amazing you know did he have like no. a little studio or he whatever? had a studio and he showed his works yeah he showed his in spain he showed his works in in ukraine he showed his work like in italy he's like they you know he was pretty that's well yeah that's awesome yeah so he um and my grandma that stayed there you know so most of my family came here my grandma my my dad's my dad's mom moved here with us. My dad, my mom, and I came here. And I had my uncle There was a drunk there that passed away. And then my grandma that was in Kiev was taking care of Vadim, Vajik, you know, and, uh, and her grandma mm. and my great-grandma. And over the last five or six years, they all kind of passed away one after the next, except for my grandma that was like our last immediate family member that was still there, that was still in Kiev. And she was, you know, and we visited her. I was there. When was the last World Cup? Four years ago? In mm-hmm. 20... I mean, we don't need to look it up, you know? <laughs> right. Okay. The last You're World probably Cup. the only yeah. one in this room that even knows what the World <laughs> Cup is. So we'll just go with whatever. Four years yeah. ago. So the last World <laughs> Cup, which just so happened to be in Russia. Okay. Right. I was there. Wow. I was, you know, my mom and I went and we went to a game in St. Petersburg. And then we went and we visited my grandma 
In, in you, Kiev. We, in Kiev, yeah. We were hanging out. Was, How much had shit changed when you visited? It was crazy. I mean, my first time going back, when I left there, we didn't have any department stores. We didn't. We had like one department. Like there was one Sears that was like the, where you went to get everything, you know? <sighs> right. And I right. came back and there's fucking sushi restaurants on every corner and an Aston Martin dealership, you know? I just remember oh, being like, uh, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And like Ukrainian dudes trying to front like they're Japanese, you know? Like... <laughs> 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 yeah. You know what? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at lifemd.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. It's a trip, man. It's <laughs> like solid sushi. <laughs> yeah, take solid. your traditional American family. Go ahead. Yeah. And you got your lineage and... Oh, we lived either in like this state that you live in, or maybe like oh, you've got an aunt back in Florida, you know. And uh, right, but, but your family's all really here. Phone call away, you see them during you know family functions or holidays, and it's it's interesting when you have when you, when you have friends or people that have come from a whole nother country, <laughs> and their family is all over the place. And there's like going back and forth and, and mm. all these crazy stories. and But at the same time, they're having to keep up with like the Joneses yeah. as well. Right. But they don't have the layers of all the stuff like somebody like you might have. And I think that I think uh, I just find it really, really interesting, especially if you're a kid uh, acclimating to America mm. and everything that you're trying to fit in and figure this out. But you live in a community that's really not part of the American community. Or it's like interpreting that thing through their lens. lens. Right. And then you've got all these other pieces of you and your family in other places where you're going and they don't make any sense here and it's all different there. Like, yeah. It's mm -hmm. just a lot, yeah. bro. I mean, I find it interesting. Yeah. I think it builds so much character and depth mm -hmm. in somebody because there's all these layers and all this stuff and 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 you know America is very much um, like you know if it doesn't fit into this then it's odd or strange or you know well, what I'm saying. Well, and you know what that's true, and I would say that what you're saying, Lux, is really true now, more now than ever before, because mm -hmm. a lot of uh, the American system, I think, as much as there's a certain contingency that seems to be against it really is built on the concept of people like Danny's family or even your family, Big Lex, if you go back far enough, coming here with their drive and their culture and their ideas, mixing it and finding what works here and then building on that. Because a lot of what American, quote-unquote, dominant, let's say dominant culture is right is really like old dutch culture or old german culture that's really when you think of like midwest fucking potatoes and all this bullshit right? <laughs> yeah. that's not just old potatoes. dutch fucking oven bullshit yeah, right? right that's what that is so i think the system is actually built like that the problem is when one group got a leg up they didn't want to help anyone else get a leg up mm -hmm. they just wanted to secure mm -hmm. their spot so I agree with you, Lux. And I think right now we're maybe at the most standardized universe. And the reason I think it's that way is because 
the American systems got, it's not just here now, it's been exported to other countries. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, it was yeah. all of a sudden, it was like Japanese yeah. fucking, fucking shit all over uh -huh. the place. And also, let me ask you this. When you went back to Ukraine or you went back the first time, did could the you could the na like the native Ukrainians smell the America on you? Oh yeah, mm. oh yeah. Mm. I'll tell you. Okay, so uh, oh, I mean, they, they, like they were shook when they would hear me speak their language, you know? Because all of a sudden I go back and it's like the shit that I'm wearing ain't what they're wearing, right? You know? And I got like that, and I got a nice tan, you know? My mm. haircut's all crazy, you know? Like they don't, they're like, what dude, they the must fuck? have thought you were like a Hollywood celebrity. Yeah. Oh yeah, Did you get laid tripping. off that, bro? No, oh. <laughs> I don't. I wanted to lie and say yeah, but I'm like, uh, <laughs> I would have been hitting them Ukrainian ladies like crazy, yeah, like, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, but so okay, so you went back, you visited your grandma. Visited, uh huh. Yeah, and this then, was uh um yeah we went to the my mom and I went to the world. I had three years sober, so this is the, oh four years ago. Yeah, I had three okay. years sober. Yeah, <laughs> and uh I was in this. I was actually so when uh this uh, this something else crazy. So I was born, you know, I was born in Kiev. I was born in eighty five. You know what happened in eighty six? I know Chernobyl. Oh right. Oh yeah. Shit. So yeah, Chernobyl that's happened. You know, yeah. Right. And that's. Really close. I mean, it's literally one town over. So the and the really? wind starts really That's close. why you yeah. survive, yeah, bro. You're like why. a mutant. Bro, that's uh -huh. gnarly, oh, yeah. bro. So the wind starts blowing in the radiation, you know? Holy and the and the shit. and the Soviet no. and the Soviet government is saying, Oh, there's no nuclear reaction. You're safe. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about the solid yeah, glowing in the cover. Yeah, yeah, the fucking oh. the three eyed fish from the Simpsons, you know. We're oh, now we're eating three eyed gefilte fish. Right, right, right. Peak Chernobyl. Yeah. And um, and they're like, no, no, don't worry about it. And then they started saying like, oh, there's actually radiation coming in, you know. So they were like, hey, and children and senior citizens should probably stay indoors. And my grandma got us a ticket and uh, took me to Estonia where we stayed with family for two years. Right. Know? And just for uh, the uninitiated, what is Estonia? Estonia is a, it's another country. Uh, it's a Baltic country that it was another. I don't. You know, I, I'm not sure. If they, I think they were a part of the Soviet Union. They were, yeah. They were, but it's like, so if you're an American and you are a geography idiot, like most Americans, mm -hmm. you just imagine, like, there's all these tiny little countries somewhere near Russia that mm -hmm. was somehow part of the Soviet Union. Estonia was one of those. Yeah. Okay, Beautiful sorry. country. Beautiful. Yeah. No no disrespect Tallinn, to the yeah, Estonians. Tallinn, no, no, no. Zagreb, Tallinn we love it. Amazing. Yeah, yeah Thailand. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. But so Americans three, yeah. don't know. Uh -huh. No. Okay, uh -huh. go ahead. So three years sober, I... <laughs> Um, uh, my mom and I went on. Uh, she worked for the world's largest amber wholesalesman. You know, like Jurassic Park. The fuck, you know, no amber. Yeah, shit. And uh, and they had a they had a store on this cruise ship on like a princess cruise. <laughs> so she was like, "Hey, for your three years sober, I want you to come with me on this cruise, and we'll spend ten days on this. You know, of, yeah. cruise cool. of the Baltic. Yeah. You know." Yeah. And it was like, dude, we did. Uh, How much caviar did you eat? A good amount of caviar. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because my mom will like, like I got caviar in my fridge right now. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. I made beluga I, too. Hey, I made a, I made eggs, eggs and caviar. Yeah. yeah. That basically, that's just two types of caviar, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. I mean eggs and land eggs. caviar, eggs, yeah, yeah. caviar. Yeah. Yeah. feather caviar, yeah. scale caviar. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So we go on this thing, and it was around the time I had three years sober, and I was in Estonia. Went on my three-year sober anniversary, which is where I was when I was fucking two years old when when Chernobyl, when we had to flee for oh, Chernobyl, wow. you know, which was very cool. Spawning like a sand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. good. Yes. And uh, and uh, so we went back and we, you know, we were in Kiev. We went and we saw my grandma there. One of the things that really stood out to me, and this will tell you about how crazy the, the drinking culture there yeah. is. So we went to the, um, we went to the grave, uh, to my, to my grandpa, the, uh, both of my grandpas to their graves while we were there. You know, the one that fucking, the one that, fish. the the fish one and the the other one that was uh, the one that died right before we came here. The right. uh, And so we went to their graves and what people do is they'll have a drink mm. at the grave and then they'll leave a shot there for their loved one that passed away. So you have a drink with them, right? Right. But then there's these hooligans, you know, and that's what my grandma calls. She goes, the hooligans. Look, she goes, watch out because the hooligans are coming, you know. Yeah. And what they do is they go because they know that people are going to come and visit their loved ones. Free drinks. And they drink it up. Yeah. Know? Can you blame them? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. It's like leaving a hit of fucking. Could you imagine? Cracking the yeah, right, yeah. by the grave. Yeah. Let me get some smoke. Yeah, it's San Julian Park. <laughs> you know, that's for the dead homies. Yeah. <laughs> 
You black out yeah, face yeah. down on someone's grave. Leaving a joint on Bob Marley's grave. Yeah, come on. Come on. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we went and we visited her and everything. You know, we had a, like a great trip. It was awesome. We saw her. We saw my uncle. He passed away a little bit after that. And uh, fast forward, this war starts. Right. You know, this war starts. And the last, and you know, and I have like, I got a few homies there. And, and it starts kind of hitting me just how like, you know, at first I was like, oh, it's not going to happen. I'm talking to her. And she's like, no, don't worry about it. We're going to be fine, you know. And the war starts, and it kind of starts hitting me where I was like, dude, like, if my parents didn't do what they did to get me out of there, like, I would be in that, you know, I would be fighting. Right. And then I get a thing where I'm like, you know, like, I'm like, I get like that, what's it called, survivor's guilt? Is yeah. that what it's called? You know? Yeah. Where yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I need to go back, you know? And I remember right. telling my mom, I like, need to go sign up for I'm going to go. Rambo, yeah. dude. I'm going. Oh, yeah. You know, fucking, your mind. Yeah. Bandana, yeah. And a fucking knife. Yeah. yeah. And my mom's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, like, oh, I need to go. You, you know? couldn't like, even like, handle yeah. a demon dog. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, I don't fucking go over there. Like, mom, I was shooting sawed-off <laughs> shotguns in North Hollywood at fifteen. You know, yeah, yeah I was yeah. hitting licks. You know, like, and she's like, yeah. this ain't she. Yeah, yeah. She's like, stop. You know, yeah. she's like, hey, do you realize how hard me and your father and all of us yeah, work to get you here? Mm-hmm. You know. Right. She's like, first of all, who's going to take care of me? Like, you know, like, who's yeah, going to take care of me yeah. and your grandma here? She goes, and then second of all, like, what makes you think, like, wouldn't that be like, you know, she's like, uh, and I was like, but what if that's what my co- my calling is? That's what, what if that's where God wants me? She goes, if that's where God wanted you, then that's where you would you be, be right now. And listen, and you know what, dude? You know, we talked about this, and I talk about it a lot lately. Like, you hear how, like, just how nonchalantly he's like, his parents like, who's going to take care of grandma? Who's going to take care of me? Yeah. And... That's like a big part of like this, like what you're saying, this American culture where like people go off and forget about their yeah. they, their their family members or their That's elders. True. Man, yeah. they stick them in. Like I don't, I just and and I find that other people from other countries will stay together. Yeah, either if not in the same house or they'll be taken care of and looking mm-hmm. out. And I feel like. Um, I don't know, man. I love the economics, stories like man. that. The e- economics for people who come from other countries and a lot of immigrants is such that they do got to band together, mm-hmm. right? Like my my mother in law and my wife, they still send money back to Guatemala, mm-hmm. right. right? Right. So right, there's right, no right. none of that. But <clears throat> and it's a whole other dynamic. But yes. The but the issue is okay. So you're like oh. Um, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna arm up. I'm gonna take on fucking Putin myself. Mm-hmm. Your mom's like, calm down, yeah, cowboy. Chill, yeah. chill the fuck out. You gotta hold. Yeah. You gotta think it through. Yeah, yeah. Think it through, kid. Yeah. So you're like, all right. So uh-huh. then you guys are like, okay. So we gotta get grandma out, or uh-huh. what do you do? So we're talking to her. And we're like, hey, how you doing? And she's like, don't worry, it's fine. It's not as bad as the news are making it seem. She's like, it's not. You know, she's like, mm. it's all. You know, like. It's not as bad as you think it is. Like, I'm fine, you know, don't worry. And there was nothing going on. Like, there was stuff. Obviously, there was, like, there was a war that was going on, but nothing had happened in Kiev yet. Right. And because- she was like, don't worry. Yeah, I'm fine, you know? And this is, like, a month in. Like, yeah. maybe it's three weeks to a month in. And then we start getting some shelling, and we start getting some stuff in Kiev. How do you hear about this? How does it come to you? I mean, she would, you know, she would start telling us we're watching, you know, it's like we're watching the news. We're watching, you know, like uh, we're watching. We have my mom has Ukrainian news. You know, my grandma here has like, uh, you know, two two Ukrainian channels. So we're seeing it, you know, and uh, we start, you know, and it's like you start seeing places like that, that, you know, like you start. It was like me seeing that same like the fucking statue of Lenin get right. pulled out. It's like my mom seeing the the mall that she used to go to to get stuff at you know being like bombed. Before, being bombed you know wow. and we have friends we have a we have a really good friend that's a, a that's like a showrunner for this big Ukrainian network that would come out here every year and do all this stuff and he's in his like fifties and he that motherfucker ain't and fighting no wars you know like he's right. not he's he in- ain't getting yeah he ain't getting strapped up you know like yeah. he no way and uh, there was a shell casing that landed in his living room. And took out one of his rooms. He had like a three bed, a three bedroom condo, and took out one of his rooms. And he had to go into like move it. Him and his wife and his kid had to move into the neighbors across the street that that fled that were like left as refugees into their house because because they they fucking had just a hole in the side of their building. Right. It, did that guy have since he was a showrunner? Did he have any interactions with Zelensky? Because Zelensky was a celebrity. Yeah. Right? I don't know. You know, I haven't asked him. I mean, I'm maybe. Should. Yeah, I got to ask him. Are yeah, you Slavic. sure you're not like intelligent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How could you not have asked him? You're probably hiding shit. Yeah. So did did, you, did grandma have to get pulled out or no? So we're, um, yeah, so we're talking to her and she calls and she goes, hey, you know what? I think I got to get out of here. 
Your grandma said Yeah. That. She goes, I think it's Now, are you guys able to sponsor her out of there? Well, that's what... She's been in the green card lottery for the last seven <laughs> years. She's been waiting to get her fucking ticket pulled, you know? Like, she's been waiting to get it. And she was in her very final stages. She was All she had to do was get, like, her health screening and a few other things and finally be good to come out here. And then this happens, you know? So now they're no longer... They shut down... First of all, they shut down the embassy right, right away, you know? Right. They move all the cases to uh, Frankfurt, you know? That's where Germany. To the... Yeah, where where the embassy that's now candling all the thing. Every single person that has family there is trying their fucking hardest to get them out, you know? Of course. And uh, so we start trying to see what we could do, you know? We, we start, and uh, and she's, uh, you know, we start looking at organizations that could at least get her out of Kiev, right? Right. right. And we find, uh, we find one organization that's like, hey, we can put her on a bus. We don't know where it's going to go. <laughs> we can't guarantee that she's going to get out safe. It's going to get to a border. It's either going to be Poland Slovakia or Hungary, one wow. of the three. Can and we don't know what's being one. this woman. Yeah, that's but, about to get put onto a bus, and she doesn't know where she's, she's going. never but, but she's left. Tough, though, but right? she's never left. Don't she matter, never bro. left she the former Soviet going, Union, bro. I know, she but never, she, she never came to visit us here. She's always been. Ta- she's been in the Soviet. So that's woman, all bro. she knows. But seven, you know. No, I, I uh-huh. get that. But how old was she, how old was she when she was living through? She lived through different versions of the Soviet Union. She's lived through. Yeah, she's lived through a lot. Right. She's I'm not like, minimizing. No, I'm no, just no, saying, yeah. but she's also. Uh-huh. She's an old lady. She's Go 75, ahead. but she's tough. 75. Tough. Right. You know, she's a on. tough 75. She didn't know? say pull me <laughs> out right away. She said she waited until somebody got bombed next Go door. On. She's all fire. Yeah. You know, she's like, ah, don't worry about me. No. <laughs> so we find an organization and she's, they're like, we're going to put her on a bus, but we don't know where it's going to go. We don't know if it's going to go to which country. We can't guarantee that she's going to make it out of there. Right. We don't know, you know, but because uh, the way it worked was they would open up these humanitarian corridors where you could get people out, you know? Right. And uh, certain borders would open open up and Poland was really good so we were kind of looking and we we're like all right we're gonna wait to see what happens and once she gets to, once she gets on the bus and starts moving then we'll see about getting a flight and meeting her wherever she was at right and she calls us and she goes hey it looks like we're going towards Hungary we're not sure but it's looking like we're going towards Hungary and she packed everything she had into there was no first of all there was no luggage in the country because everybody was fleeing so you couldn't find you couldn't find like she took a backpack and one little carry on like bag without wheels on with like a rolling bag with, with the wheels broken on it you know and packed everything she owned everything she could life. take yeah everything you know she left her oh man she'd kill me for telling this stuff about here she left her bottom she got a flipper you know a partial she left her bottom teeth because that's how fucking, you know, like on, on it right, she was. Right, 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 right. And she got on the bus. She, the, we got an Uber driver, like, picked her up that morning and uh, got her to the organ. And, like, as she was driving, you know, she saw the town and she saw. Because she lived in her little house and she had her little store and whatever. And she really got to see the town and just how serious this was. You know, I mean, the All city, the devastation. Yeah. And she was like, fuck, I can't believe that this is how. You know, like, I really can't believe it. And uh, so she gets on the bus. We get a call from her. She goes, hey, it looks like we're going to Hungary. My mom and I book tickets. We fly into Budapest. We land there. We land. We get a uh, we get a van that picks us up and takes us pretty much right to the border, as close as we could get to where they're coming in. Okay. And bam, we connect with her right there. Awesome. Wow. And we get her to Budapest where she stays for five days. And she, I mean, like, she was, like, she was so shooken up. She didn't want, like, we had a room and uh, it had a little balcony. And she was, like, she didn't, she was, like, too shooken up. And she's a she's a big smoker. She loves smoking cigs, you know. And uh, for her, she, like, she didn't want it. Like, it was, like, she was, like, nervous to go outside and smoke a cigarette on the balcony. Because right. she just lived through, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, she, we stayed there with her for five days. And we found a family, this, these two women in a... Uh, in Germany, in Potsdam, Germany, which were which opened their homes up to help refugees, and they were like, "Hey, we wanted this. Is what we wanted. We have a home. We have an extra room. We, uh, one of their moms was living with them that passed away, and uh, they actually the one uh, woman taught Russian in her university. German woman, so she speaks the language. So they opened up their home, and we Perfect. got her there." And she stayed with them for about three months. We stayed there for a little bit for about uh, for for two weeks just to make sure she got settled in. Mm-hmm. Got her to the doctors. Got her to the dentist, and got her a new bottom <laughs> right, grill. <yeah>. Right, right. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then it started the process. You know, and we went, we were trying to get to the embassy, and there was like there was people camped out outside of the embassy. You know, man, and uh, this is gnarly shit, yeah. bro. This is real Think life. Yeah. This is real life shit, yeah. bro. Right. I mean, right. they're not the, camped um, out waiting yeah. for an iPhone, no, man. No, or right. a Supreme drop. Yeah, yeah bro. Exactly. Exactly. This is a fucking yeah. embassy. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, when we were in that hotel in Budapest, because uh, by the time we got to Germany, uh, 
it was crazy because you walk around and, and like Ukrainian, you know, like it's a language that I don't hear very often, you know. And you're, I was, you know, and I, I'm a, I'm a, fit, I'm a fitness guy, you know. I like to work out, so I, I, I had class pass, and I'm looking for little like workout gyms and stuff that I can mm. go to around mm-hmm. town, and I'll go, and you would just see these like these Ukrainian families just out, like you know, and like just like out about out about in Berlin, you know, because that's where we were in Potsdam, which is right outside of it. But in Budapest, where we were, the hotel we stayed in was 70% Ukrainian refugees. Wow. And you would see these these kids, you know, these like young kids with their mom and their dad can't leave the country because he has to fight, you know? Right. And he can't leave. It don't matter. It don't matter what the, you know, like, and it's not like they chose to be in this war, you know? It's not like they're like, we're fighting. Somebody else chose that war. Yeah. And their dad can't come out. Or you see these little old ladies and, you know, like these little old ladies that are there on their own and this, and they got their cat or their dog with them, you know? And it was like, I've never seen it. I've never experienced anything like that. Right. You know? Yeah, bro. It's hard to fathom when yeah. you live here yeah. what that what that really looks like. Yeah. Where's grandma? So where's grandma go? Huh? So she, we get her to Potsdam where she stays. And Potsdam. Then, uh, Potsdam. It's a crazy name. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it was the city where I don't, you know, I'm a bit, like, I like to think of myself as, like, a history buff kind of guy. <laughs> but uh, it was where they, the, uh, it was where the bridge was where they would, there was a Tom, I believe it was a Tom Hanks movie about it, The Spy Bridge. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. What was that? I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Where they did a, an exchange. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, the bridge was right Potsdam. next to. Potsdam. Potsdam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> East and West Berlin. Yeah. Exactly. I right where you. it breaks All off. Right. Yeah. Iron Curtain. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yep. Very good. Not Iron Cheek. That's an interesting story. Different thing. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So then? So, um, yeah, she stays there and we, um, she stays with these women and we start trying to look up resources to get her here, you know? And I don't know if you guys remember, there was a lot of Ukrainian refugees that were flying to, uh, that were flying to Mexico, right? And they would come into Cancun, they would go to Cancun and then fly into TJ and then they would walk them through the border and they were letting in X amount of refugees, you know, but that wouldn't guarantee them staying here. Right. Which is also, you know, and then it's like, then I started looking at that and I'm like, how fucked is that? Where, you know, like, why is it that, you know, like, why is it the Ukrainian refugees are being fucking allowed through the border? Like, walk through the border, you know, and like, right. Yeah. There's a lot of people pointing to that. Oh, yeah. But it's not the Ukrainian people's fault. Yeah, right, no, right. exactly. God yeah. bless him. Uh-huh. So I get it, though, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I get and it, even you know. in Europe versus the Muslim refugees, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, totally the Syrian refugees, yeah, completely exactly. yeah. different. Fucking mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, right, but go ahead. Yeah. So, so grandma. I, so grandma, we're like, maybe we'll get her down to Mexico. I I end up driving down there and like going to the refugee camps at NTJ and some of the churches where they're coming in and getting resources to get her here. And then we find out uh, that, uh, and then, uh, and then Biden signs that executive order to let in. I forget how many Ukrainians yeah. it was, you know. So she gets a white card, which is basically like a temporary. It's a two-year green card, right? And we get her here. She wow. hopped on, you know. My mom flies out. How long? Her. How long is that process? Was that that was like fucking six months, eight months? No, it was. Um, she was in Germany for I think three months, and then we got her here. Yeah. But this was so. This was this was the first time she'd ever been to the United States. This was the first time she was ever out. She never left the former Soviet Union. Holy fuck! Never. So did you take her to uh, McDonald's and get her a Happy Meal? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> we took my mom's like we gotta take her to get Thai food. I was like what? She wanted to go Thai, Thai food. Thai yeah. food. She's right. like. Mm. <laughs> Whatever you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to crawl before you walk. Yeah, exactly. Mom, yeah. mom type yeah. 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 So it's, I mean, it's been really cool. Like you know, yeah, she's here now. She's living California. With my mom. Yeah, fucking creme okay. de la creme yeah. of the United mm-hmm. States. But it's how you know for her, it's so difficult because she doesn't speak the language. She doesn't speak right. a word of you know English. And people will, uh, she, you know, so uh, my mom lives in like um, in like Beverly Hills adjacent. You know, mm-hmm. and there's a and it's illegal to smoke cigarettes in. Beverly right, Hills, right? right? Oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, your your yeah. grandma doesn't know from she this. She don't know. You what know, the yeah, fuck are you yeah. trying to know? Right. So she, but, uh, and there's only one place where, it, this is, I mean, it's, it's so <laughs> funny. There's only one place where she could like really sneak away to go smoke. And that's at the junior high across the street where, uh, from my mom lives. Because that's the only place where there's like a little area where she could kind of like not get fucked with by anybody. Yeah. You know? So she goes, so she sneaks out and she goes and she smokes cigs outside of the junior high, you know? Right, and, with the uh, other junior high kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's what and um, I guess the security guard there came up to her and she was like trying to talk to her. And uh, in some broken, you know, in some broken, I don't know how she explained to him that she was Ukrainian, you know. And she, the guy went, you know, he was like, okay, I'll see you, you know, and left. Like didn't give her a ticket, didn't arrest her, thank God. You know, yeah. that would have been all that. Imagine that. And uh, he comes back the next day and walks up and he goes, Dobro ranko. 
which means good morning in Ukrainian. He wanted to learn a little Ukrainian so That's he could dope. communicate. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. What is the difference between Ukrainian and Russian language? So a lot of people ask me this question, you well, know. No, here I and am. yeah, here's an idea. And the best way I could explain it is like uh Portuguese and Spanish. Okay, hmm. that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. I understand that right away. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a there's like at least from a um, sort of a textual and or um, structural similarity yeah. or mm-hmm. common tie, but the pronunciation is completely different. Way different, yeah. Yep. Um, so most Ukrainians, at least from like my generation, all speak Russian because Russian was our first language. Right. But Russians don't know fucking, you know, it's like they don't understand shit about, like they don't know, they don't know Ukrainian. They don't have to. Yeah, they don't have to, yeah. Right. Uh, you. Ukrainian similar to Polish. There's a lot of like some like similar Polish words, you know. Mm. Mine's like a little broken, so it's almost like a Spanglish, you know. Like my. But you're able to talk fluent with your grandmother. Yeah. Oh yeah. In Ukrainian and Russian. Yeah. That's dope. What yeah. what what brand of cigarettes does your grandma smoke? You know, I don't. I you know, I don't know. I she was smoking like she uh, whatever she was smoking there. She kind of was like smoking some like the Paul Malls of right. you know, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. the Ukrainian Real Paul Malls. Real shit. And we were trying to find her something here. I don't. You know, uh, last I saw, she had some like uh, those what are like the crushes. You know, I think she. Was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna say Terrytons. Yeah. <laughs> Paul hey man, uh-huh, yeah. such a fun. How often we never get stories like this yeah. in here, bro. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I mean. Man, you know what, dude? That that really more than anything, you describing that and sharing the cloth of your family, the fabric of your family, dude. I mean, yeah, I'm really impressed, bro. I mean, the 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 love of your family, man, and the lengths you guys go that you went to get your grandmother and to go back and forth and check on grandpa and then like all the different things, man. It's beautiful, bro. I'm like so glad you shared this with me, man. Dude, I, I, I didn't know that much yeah. about you and that you've really done a lot, man. And, and you really had to show up a lot for a lot yeah. of things in life, man, for your extended family, man. It's fucking, it's dope, man. What I'm grateful for is Danny's story put a lot of stuff in perspective and a lot of stuff we just take for granted i mean mm-hmm. just this story was like you know i it just makes you re- go back and chernobyl the fucking war don't Ukraine, worry about like, the radioactive fuck, dust dude like but it also shit. but it also you forget here a little bit how it's as crazy as everything is you forget how good you got it here yeah. absolutely right absolutely yeah. and you also forget that if you put a little more elbow grease, a little more focus, and stop fucking around a little bit, you could actually do something in this country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. And right. so I'm grateful for Danny's story for that. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. Motherfucking well, G shit. Yeah. G shit, bro. Blue Eyes, what are you grateful for? Danny, we have this emissary here from Ukraine. What are you grateful for, you bastard? Yeah. I'm grateful for the hard luck show. Hardluckshow.com. <laughs> 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 also, Sean at movemental.media for all your audio and podcasting needs. Absolutely. Bro. Right. D- uh, you know what, Danny? Go ahead and plug yourself. Plug fucking <laughs> plug the show. Yourself, Danny. Yeah. Plug yourself, Danny. <laughs> plug yourself in. Uh, plug, plug yourself. Plug <laughs> yourself. Yeah, and give us fucking uh, It's All Bad. Like, light, light it up. Light yeah. the mic up. All right. So, yeah. I'm, so, we got It's Feed All the Bad. Streets, We're a all podcast. That. Uh, we're coming back, season three. Yeah, we had the live show that Lucky was at. Man, thank you. Yep, I mean, yep, we had a fun, dude, we have a great we fun had a great time. time. We're maybe gonna t- have a little take it on the road this season. This is what, what you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. On the, we're going out into the world. Yeah, it's what all bad like? out on what the is world. That look like you guys are getting an RV. Or got, you... I don't know yet. I don't. I don't want to say. I don't okay. want to jinx all it. Right. You know, but yeah, right. but it's looking cool. It's looking like we're gonna that have some cool stuff coming. Yeah. Yeah, feed the streets. We got, you know, we got some cool stuff coming up. We got a cool Thanksgiving day going down. We got a, you can look us up at feed the streets LA on Instagram or feed the streets dot info. We're always looking for volunteers. We're on Skid Row Tuesday mornings, Thursday mornings, Sunday nights. We just had our homie uh, with vivid color come and paint the studio today. He. He gave me this fucking uh fucking this dope. Is his paint. He actually painted this himself on this That's thing. That's dope. You know? That's fucking yeah. dope. Yeah. So uh yeah, we got an office, you know, shit's going down. It's just, you know, I don't know. I'm really, really grateful to be here with I'm grateful for you guys, yeah. you know. I'm grateful for hard luck. Shit. How do people yeah. find you? How do people find you? What's your Instagram? Oh, my Instagram is <laughs> LA Scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> 
that before everybody else, bro. Yeah. That's a that OG scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my girlfriend's like, when are you going to change it? You're not a scumbag anymore. I can't. What am I going to do? You're like, that's my brand, yeah, man. Don't fuck yeah. with the brand. Yeah. Get in there. Get yeah. in there. Give a uh, shout out, bro. Hop on that Come mic. on, Give Christian. Get in there. Shout out, OG Snoo. <laughs> that was a real shout out. He needs, shout a, out. He needs a, some training on yeah, that. Yeah, we gotta get him on the ball. Hey, shout out OJ Schnell. At Cookies, Los Angeles. At Cookies, he didn't even stop smiling throughout the whole thing. Shout out to OJ Snoop. Yeah. All right, Ovando Bowen, LLP. We were braids to court. Let the Tomahawks fly. The best legal representation that money can buy. Those of you that have been following me on TikTok know that I had a fucking supreme double. Had a win on Friday. Yeah. Woo. Money. On Friday. And so you too could win if you get with the Indian. Money. Oh, yeah. What do you got there, Steve? You're Boy, holding up something some beautiful. Cubanos by Vibes. What? Cubanos. If Woo. you don't know about this, one of our sponsors too. Yeah. Vibes Rolling Paper. So check them out. I want to give a shout out to Cookies. Uh, cookies SF or uh, at Cookies uh, Clothing LA. And big shout-out to Burner and the fam. Big shout-out to Estevan Oreo and the Soul Assassins. And www.supermaxhardware.com. Real quick, Steve, before you get to that final piece, yes. uh, I saw an article that Burner, he wrote a little bit about talking about the legacy of the Cookies clothing brand. That it yes. wasn't just a fly-by-night thing, that they've been working and building on that for years. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. It I mean, was- I've seen multiple articles on it. Right, and he was responding to people who had said, you know, they kind of gave it a little short shrift, and he was saying, you guys don't understand, the clothing isn't just because we sell weed, it's because we put a lot of design, thought, energy. A clothing brand, bro, and they've been at mm-hmm. it for a long time. This exactly. is no overnight I'm, I'm, shit. I wanted to highlight that. Yeah, so and we know we're going to talk about that, and Burner's going to be coming on the show. The other thing is, big grand opening, New York City, on October 30th, Herald Square will be there. Come out there and see me in New York. And uh, yeah, man, big shout out. Feed the streets. I want to thank Danny for yep, coming out. Yep. Big shoot, uh, shout out to uh, Hassan as well, if you're listening. Ooh, Feed Hassan. the streets mm-hmm. and the work that they're doing out there, helping people, man. I'm just great to have you here, man. Yeah, thank you. You're just yeah. a, a great member of our community, great member of the Hard Luck fam. I love you guys, brother. Thank you for coming on yeah, the show. I love you guys. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah right brother. on. Thank All you. All right. And we're out of here from the Hard Luck Show. Hasta la vista. We talking about big motherfuckers that look like Lefty. Yeah. That be like tripping out. Bro, no. Hello. Dick in the cup. That, that motherfucking OG, there he goes again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.